Welcome to the Becoming CEO AF podcast, you guys. My name is Amanda Bell. I'm the host today, and with me is... Kenneth Smith, Jr. Yeah, I love Case it. Case my credit. I love it. <laughs> you guys, we've got Kenneth here today, and I'm. let me start by saying I'm so excited he's here. It is my first time personally to meet him in person. And Kenneth, if you're cool with it, I'm actually going to start by kind of sharing how you and I got together. Absolutely. And how I found you, um, mm-hmm. because I literally found him. I turned into like one of those little semi-stalker crazy ladies one <laughs> late night in the evening. So Kenneth actually owns and runs um, a credit repair company in DFW, Texas, and he services all over the world, you guys. So it doesn't have to be Texas specific because it's credit and we use that everywhere, right? So with Kenneth, I was on TikTok one night, uh, just kind of scrolling through, you know how you get lost, one minute turns into five hours. And it was one of those things where I found Kenneth talking about credit on my feed and his energy and his passion and his knowledge in the credit industry was so impeccable that I was just kind of blown away. And so I went to his page directly and you know how you go to their page and you'll start scrolling through one video, two videos. I was like 15 videos deep and this dude was still blowing my mind. And so I went and found him on Instagram, added him, went and found him on Facebook, added him, got some contact information, called his ass up and I was like get <laughs> that's it that's amazing yeah Dude, I did I was like I need you the man. impressive one was the Facebook because yeah. most like a lot of people they'll find me on TikTok and then go and find me on Instagram the Facebook I was like okay that's when I even reached out like and responded because I had all these people just waiting for me responding I was like okay I'm actually going to respond to her because she she actually found me on Facebook yeah so, <laughs> that's when you know you're serious so I was like all right I respect that <laughs> yeah I did I was messaging him and calling him on every line that I could find because I was like, I've got to meet this guy. Like, I've got to get with this guy. And since then, he's helped so many of my clients, my personal family, like my my sister, my mom is a real estate agent, so she's got clients. So he's stepped up to the plate and helped so many of us in so many different areas. And I'm super stoked to have you on today, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be on here. And I'm actually very impressed with you. You have a whole family to run. And at the same time of having three three kids, right? Yep. Three kids, a husband. A husband alone is a job and three kids. And you run a real estate brokerage. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Thank you. That's phenomenal. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. The Amanda Bell Realty Group um, with Berkshire Hathaway is definitely my um my bread and butter that's that is where i'm at and i love to help people and so then from there jumping into ceo af with kimba Mm -hmm. now we get to help business owners with life and business which to me is the coolest part about it all yeah um so and then when i when i saw you step out and start your own credit gig i was like this dude's a brilliant genius yeah like and all you do (laughs) is share value after value after value i told kimba i said if there's anybody in the industry that is running a business and crushing it at life and just giving free value 24 7 it's kenneth oh thank you thank you yeah for sure so couple questions i wanted to start by kind of hearing your story like your background where you were Mm -hmm. what got you to where you're at today and then we had a couple questions for you if that's all right yeah absolutely so um you you might just i want people to see you too oh yeah for sure (laughs) so uh can you go sideways yeah for sure so as far as oh that's perfect that is perfect so um i started off um you know from new orleans louisiana moved to moved to dallas after hurricane katrina Mm -hmm. um you know so been here for about 16 years 
Didn't have the best time after graduating high school. Basically, I was completely lost, dumbfounded, didn't know what to do. And, and, um, and yeah, I just had to hustle my way, you know, in the workspace. Worked so many different jobs at one time. Was a trash man, security guard, uh, all while working for Macy's. I'd work like 34 hours in a row, you know, no sleep. I worked seven days a week for years um, and until I finally started selling furniture. When we sold furniture, uh, the company I sold for actually had high interest rates depending on if you had good credit. So if you had, uh, I mean, you know, depending on your credit. So if you had bad credit, um, you paid a double and a quarter of what the furniture was worth. If you had like fair credit, you pay 29% uh, interest rate. And then if you had good, cre excellent credit, you pay no interest. So I was like, wow, credit is very important, you know, because now instead of like 29% interest for three years, you're, if your credit is bad enough, you're paying double and a quarter within one year. That's extremely high interest rate. And a lot of furniture companies do that. So uh, I ended up getting in the credit restoration space. Uh, of course, you know, it's profitable. And also um, you get to help people as well. And I had a lot of experience uh, when it comes to credit already. So got into that and I realized once you enter, like anyone who's in the credit repair or even the debt settlement field, like once you, especially credit repair, if once you enter the space, you then realize just how little you actually know about credit. Because yeah. there's a whole nother side. Because I've yes. never, I've never had like a late payment, fortunately, like literally fortunately, a lot of people don't know that about me. But I actually, um, there's a whole nother side to credit that I didn't know, which is collections, bankruptcies, you know, charge-offs, the difference between collection and charge-off. Most people don't even know that. Late payments, how long before late payments. So there's a whole nother, whole nother side to credit I had to get educated on. And once I got really educated, I'm like, wow, a lot of people need help. And yeah, yeah for sure. I remember my first time to uh, hear what credit was. I was bummed that I was, I was 19 years old and about to have my first son. And I remember I was on the phone with my girlfriend. We lost TikTok, you guys, give us a second. Okay, TikTok's back. <laughs> so I remember I was 19 years old, about to have my first son, and I'm on the phone with my girlfriend that I grew up in grade school with. Mm -hmm. And I remember she's telling me, she's at the university in Denton, Women's University in Denton. Mm -hmm. And she's telling me how she hated, hated being there and she was ready to come home. And for me, it was a no-brainer. Sis, come home. Why can't you just come home? And she said, well, Amanda, she said, I can't because my apartment here will mark my credit. Mm. And I remember looking at her like, or I was on the phone. I remember I probably had the craziest look because I was thinking, what's credit? Yeah. Literally at 19 yeah. years old, what's credit? I was living in an apartment, about to have a child. What's credit? Yeah. So A lot so, of people don't know. And you said she was in school too, right? Yeah. So what a lot of people, I actually had this conversation yesterday with someone a lot of people don't know each semester what most people do they take out a new student loan for what that semester right mm -hmm. so each semester what people people see one student loan payment most people see okay I'm, oh i just have one student loan but when they look at their credit report which most people don't do you know and a lot of people i talk to oh, i haven't seen a credit report in like a year or two years whenever i apply for something and when they apply really they just kind of glance at it mm -hmm. but um, if you look at the credit report, you might have 10 different student loan accounts on your credit report and you're like, whoa. So if you get one late payment on your student loan, you're actually now have 10 different late payments on your credit report. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So like if she would also like if that happened, she would probably default on 10 different student loan accounts mm-hmm. on top of that, have an apartment collection on her credit for it. And that's how people get in bad situations very fast with the credit. Well, she was savvy enough, thank goodness, that she yeah. did not drop the apartment and That's move good. back home That's um, good. against Amanda's wishes, yeah. very selfishly. <laughs> um, and so that was the day that I was like, man, credit, what is all this? Yeah. So love that you're here in Texas now. I'm curious, Kenneth, um, mm-hmm. with credit, I agree, there's so many different areas to credit. Mm-hmm. And I think for me... Um, so to give you guys examples, when you go to get a mortgage loan, uh, they're actually going to pull a FICO score too. There's like, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, Kenneth, there's like eight to 10, 12 different FICO scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's over 28. Over 28 FICO scores, you guys. Yeah. So- and there's not, that's, that's just one, that's just FICO. There's also Vantage scores. You got the Vantage <laughs> score 3.0, 4.0, Yeah. So it, it's, it, people are totally clueless on. Yeah. On credit, even more. So when you hear people say, oh, my score is here now, and then they go get their credit pulled, and the mm-hmm. lender tells them, actually, your score is here, and they're they're just shocked, like, oh, that's not what I saw. Yeah. Well, you guys, it's because there's a million different scores out there mm-hmm. uh well over 28 with fico alone yep. you know and so and so that's just knowing those scores and who pulls which ones i think is very important and kenneth is just a master in this field so if you ever have any questions you definitely need to go follow him and reach out to him um kenneth with business credit because here at ceoaf we do work with a lot of business owners mm-hmm. uh what i guess how what would that process look like for a new business owner to get build business credit or to get business credit even started? Yeah, so with business credit, you really want to have... Okay, there's certain cards uh, or loans that may accept you with at least a 680, um, a 680 credit score. Uh, but really, you want to have at least a 720 personal score. Okay. There are ways to build per- business credit without actually... Uh, having a good personal score. So let me just put that out there, you know, uh, or even having a personal guarantee. There's a lot of loops you have to go through, set up net 30 accounts and all of that stuff. But uh, really, if you want to build business credit, um, you know, the right way, as soon as possible, you want to make sure that you have a good personal credit score. So you want to have a personal credit score of at least 720. Above that, you're, you're in the clear, below that, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. And then below 680, it's going to be very challenging, very, very rare uh, to find a business credit out there available to you if you do not have at least a 680 credit score, Um, especially for it it can be difficult personal credit score. It can be difficult, especially for uh, new business owners, uh, because SBA, they're going to want to see uh, most most lenders, you know, who's working with SBA loans, they're going to want to see at least two years of uh, tax, you know, tax forms. Um, so like for the for, business or personal uh, for the business. OK, so um, if you are if you are a business and, uh, you know, think talking to my new business owners out there and you're trying to get credit, you want to make sure that you have at least that 720 credit score. Um yeah, it's your personal credit score is so precious. Um, now there are certain different sites uh, or and companies that you can find that might be able to get you something lower, um, but it, it's just going to be challenging. So your personal credit is very important. Nice, yeah. nice, super full of information. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that something that you guys do with your company? Do you help yeah. business We've, owners? We we help a lot of business owners. We've mainly focused on 
personal, we focus on helping people increase their personal credit scores. So that way they can actually get business credit, you know, business loans or business credit cards. There's so many ways that you can leverage um, business credit, even with real estate. You can buy properties with a credit card, you mm -hmm. know, something that I actually learned uh, this past year. So it's something really cool. It is. Yeah. So there's so much you can do when, you know, when it comes to leveraging credit. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it, you guys. So, Kenneth, I guess for the back to the community of mm -hmm. just people in general mm -hmm. with their credit, do you have any tips or tricks that can kind of get them started on the right path if they're in a... Oh, absolutely, 100%. So if you're just starting out with credit, right? Uh -huh. For a lot of people, uh, let's talk about people wanting to buy a house. You know, you're a real estate broker. You know, you're. I'm sure you come across people all the time wanting to buy a house and uh -huh. don't have good credit. So let's say you're wanting to buy a house. You don't have the credit scores. What do you do? So the first thing you want to look, you want to make sure that you have some open active accounts or open trade lines, as some would call it. So what are open active accounts? Accounts that are reporting to the credit bureaus each and every month. Um, now, you know, if you have... A lot of people, they may have like a student loan or they may have their car payment, but they don't have a credit card. So the first thing I ask every person to do, hey, you're going to need to get a credit card mm -hmm. because one, that's going to give you more positive payment history, but it's also going to help your mix of credit, uh, which is 10% of your score. And FICO, they look at your how you how you manage credit cards very, very, very strongly. So you want to make sure that you manage you know your credit cards very well. Um, and 30% of our scores come from debt. And what lenders care more about is how you manage your debt versus how much debt you have. And the best way to show that is with credit utilization with credit cards. Now, your credit utilization is only factored in with your open credit cards. So if you have, let's say you're coming from a place where you have struggling credit, you have a struggling credit history, um, and you have collections, charge-offs, you know, with previous credit cards that you have, you want to focus on those last. You don't want to focus on paying those downs until you've actually completely paid off all your open credit cards. So if you just got a credit card, the main thing is to keep it below a 10% utilization, okay, or pay it off each month in full. Now, some of you might be saying, well, I pay my credit card off in full every month, but when we look at a credit report, but my scores are still low. It's because when you look at a credit report, your balance is high because all it matters is the day your creditor, the credit card company, reports the balance to the credit bureaus. And most people don't even know what day that is. Yep. It's the day your statement closes. So you have the payment due day, and then you have a, uh, the day the statement closes, which is typically five to 10 days after. You want to pay it off when your payment's due and keep it paid off or keep the balance low um, till your statement closes, and then you can start using it again. That way, you're ensuring it's reporting to the credit bureaus a low balance. So that's the first starting place, making sure you have at least one, two, uh, really, I always recommend at least two credit cards uh, uh, starting off, but um, at least one credit card, and bare minimum, and managing that well, low nice. balance. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I now, the next thing, can I share the next Absolutely. thing? Absolutely. Because a lot of people I'm want to know the next it. thing. I'm loving how much information you share and how valuable you are down to the percent, you guys. He's sharing how much percent because for your debt, mm -hmm. for your where they're looking, when they're looking at your credit scores. Those numbers are very important. Yeah, because a lot of lenders, okay, depending on what you're actually applying for. So when you apply for something, you might actually, uh, it, it all depends, okay, because you... I know a lot of people want to get a business loan, right? If you talk to certain lenders out there, they're going to want to see your credit. I've even talked to a lender before who's told me, yes, for us, 
30% utilization on your credit credit card is a yellow flag. That's a caution sign to us. 50% are over, red flag. 10% are under, always green flag. And I've talked to multiple, you know, who's told me that or similar, mm-hmm. uh, similar range. You might have some say 8% or whatever. But at the end of the day, you want to keep it below 10% because that's going to be a green light to lenders and your FICO score is going to be high. Now, what's the next thing, right? Now, you want to make sure you don't close your open credit cards just because you paid all of them off, right? You don't want to close your open credit cards. Um, and you want to hold off on applying for stuff, which is 10% of our scores, new credit. Because each time you apply for something, it runs your credit and hurts your scores. Absolutely. So for any young people out there, people who, especially a lot of people who are ambitious, um, who are young, they want to do stuff with their credit, you know, th- they start blindly applying for stuff, don't know that those inquiries, that, that, that adds up and that hurts your credit. And when the next time you apply for stuff, they might actually deny you simply because of those inquiries. Yeah. So mm-hmm. on that real quick, what would be the average, I guess, that somebody should be applying for something? So no more than two applications a year, no more than one every 24 months. What does that look like? That's a really, really good question. I would just say, look, only apply for something if you really need it or if you really, really, really want it and you feel that it's going to like add tons of value to your life. You know, Love it. like you don't want to. It's nothing wrong. Like you have your credit to use it. So nothing's wrong with applying. But if you're blindly applying, like a lot of people do, Victoria's Secret one month. I was literally just thinking that. Yeah, I was like, I didn't really need that. That's the truth. I did not need that. It's so funny. (laughs) In in the credit restoration industry, we have so many clients that have Victoria's Secret on their report. I I actually did a we have so many that I actually did a video about it that because uh, I've, I've been in the industry for three years, so a little under three years. So I did a video about it. Like, why do so many people have Victoria's Secret on their credit report? Their and sales reps are really it, good. That's why. It got over 100,000 <laughs> views. And it, people, the comments They're are like, hilarious. Oh, I'm one of those. Yeah, the comments are hilarious. To but, the point where uh-huh. they've literally like ma- like raised my limit and sent me different cards, which yeah. I'm like, am I now a platinum? Wait, yeah. I got the black Victoria's Secrets card? I'm yeah. cool with that. Okay. Hey, look at you. So, yeah, it's like uh, Victoria's Secret within the same month, uh, Old Navy. The next month, Neiman Marcus. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's not do that. Let's be more careful. So I always recommend before you apply for something, let's see if you're pre-approved for it. Does that bank have a pre-approval? So whenever someone ta- is wanting to start building their credit, we always refer them to a Capital One pre-approval link that they have. So if you're on, if you're on the on the, your computer or phone right now, you can Google Capital One pre-approval. You'll see their ad, or you can go like to the one under the ad. You know, some people like to click on ads, and um, and you can fill that out. Capital One is one of the most lenient banks, uh, probably the most lenient bank when it comes to major banks extending credit mm-hmm. to personal consume, you know, to consumers. Um, so I always try to set them up with a Capital One, um, and then try to add an additional card. It just depends on their score. Nice. But yeah, it's there's so many like that business credit cards where you can get pre-approvals, uh, apply for a business credit card, and they'll give you a, uh, a soft inquiry without, um, so it doesn't hurt your scores. So there's many things out there that you can do uh, to try to avoid getting a bunch of hard inquiries. Awesome. And then so question. So if somebody uh, starts building their business mm-hmm. credit and then they come in and say they're going to purchase a vehicle for their business... Does that at all impact their personal credit? This is a first it tied into it. This is a really, really, really good question. Um, So I just off the top of my head, I will say your business credit is totally separate from your personal. Um, 
I man, I have not ha- ha- had that question. I'm not 100% sure if the inquiry will show up on your personal because mm-hmm. they might still run in your personal, but from my assumption, it would just be on the business. Yeah. Um, but I will say, because some people, they go out and they purchase a business on their business. I mean, they purchase a car on their business credit mm-hmm. simply for tax benefits. Mm-hmm. But if you talk with an accountant, I'm very close with my accountant. And so I know probably more than some tax professionals. So um, you actually don't need to purchase a vehicle in your business name to get those same amount of deductions. You can get the same amount of deductions and qualify for tax write-offs as you would if you purchased it in your personal because it's all about the use of the vehicle. Are you using it for business? But yeah, if someone wants to put it in their business credit, then it it shouldn't show up on their personal credit unless there was some type of like, hey, we're going to do a personal guarantee or something like that. Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. Now, I did want to actually mention. Uh, I did want to actually mention charge-offs and collections, because um, a lot of people actually deal with charge. You know, they have charge-offs and collections from the past. Mm-hmm. What do I actually do with them? Right? That was me, you guys. I had that question. Yeah. I had that question when the company in New Mexico went under, and I called Kenneth and I said, "Hey, listen, man, is that yeah. whole seven-year thing? It's going to fall off. Is that legit? Like, what's going on with these?" And listen to what he says, because he actually stepped in and helped me with some of mine. So you can actually, it can definitely, it's supposed to fall off in seven years. Now, 10 years if you're in a chapter seven bankruptcy. But the the thing is this, do we want to wait seven years, mm-hmm. right? I mean, inflation's happening already. You want to qualify, you want to buy your house now. That way you can take advantage of these rising home prices, right? So what can we do right now to take care of them? So you have two, well... Let's. You have two options to remove a negative item off your credit report. You either one, you dispute it. Okay, you dispute it, and or you send like a debt validation letter, uh, where the company, if they're not able to verify it, they're not able to validate it, it comes off your credit report. Right now. These are very specific. Don't just blindly send a debt validation letter. <laughs> you actually, th- this only Call applies to first. collection agencies on collections. So look, you need to reach out to me if you you need help with this just to make, sh- you know, yeah. Yep. I don't want nobody just messing up anything. So you um, so you can you can challenge the the collection or charge off and if they can't they can't prove that it's reporting on your credit report with 100% accuracy then it has to get removed from your credit report many times like literally 2 days ago I, I shared it on Facebook we got 17 negative items removed from this guy's credit report in 35 days so i, I see oh. tons of amazing results Gosh. now some people they you know whether you they've been through our program or let's say another great credit repair company out there um, um, or have tried tried it themselves and they don't see you know anything get removed or they see things get verified because let's be real I feel this is something that's not really talked about uh, in the credit restoration space uh, because you know everyone wants to get clients and if they just say you can remove everything then everybody wants to sign up right yeah but I don't think that's really ethical so Let's talk talk about the reality. Not everything's going to get removed, right? So what to do next? So the second option you have is to negotiate with the creditor or the collection agency. You can work to actually get it removed from your credit report whenever you pay it. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a late payment, you can call them up or send them a letter. Uh, We call it a goodwill letter. And if they're actually, you know, able to cooperate with you, it's like, hey, let me get this removed off my credit report. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been some instances you can even you can mail the, the CEO of the company, right? And they'll remove it off the, the, the credit report or email them. And it's really, really cool. 
so there's different strategies out there, but the main, you know, as far as the two, you either challenge it or you negotiate with the company. So what we did with you is we had to negotiate with the company. Hey, we'll pay this, but as long as you guys actually remove this off my credit report and look, we're gonna look to settle for less at the same time. Absolutely. Here's the cool part. A lot of people don't even know that you can even settle for less. I talk to people every single day. Um, like, oh, I'm about to pay my charge-offs in full. What the heck? You're about to pay your collections and charge-offs in full? You know how much money they've cost you in interest? How much damage they've done to your credit? How cheap they bought this debt from the original creditor? Different instances. It's like, yo, listen, bargain with that creditor. Bargain with that collection agency. Like, if you owe 3000 try to get it for 1000 I always like to start off with 30%. If you owe $1,000, hey, look. I got $300 in the bank right now. You want it. You know, like, look, there's, you want to start as low as possible. Uh, of course, how I like to negotiate with them, which has worked out, is like, don't do anything stupid. There's different negotiation tactics, of course. Yeah. And I'm sure you're amazing because you're a real estate broker. But this is what I've done. It's just like, hey, you know, try to make it seem fair to them. Because if I was on the other end and you just sent me like, hey, I only got 80 bucks and you owe $2,000, bro, just get off the phone. Like, I'm not even gonna tolerate you. Yep. So it's like, hey, do something that's like, it's a win-win for both of us, you know? Yeah, So and I love that. And I think that usually in, in negotiations all the way across the board, I think that's where you get the best results is when you try to make it a win-win for everybody yeah. and not just your side. Um, mm -hmm. And that's usually when you get the, the most out of it. And for yours, we got several of them. We got like oh almost everything gosh, removed. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I don't know that there's one left. Yeah, we, I'm, we, now listen to this. This is really, 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 really cool. Yeah. So I actually, I, I think this is really, really cool. Yeah. Because of my desire to actually improve the industry and stuff. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm not just going to sit here and just dispute stuff forever and ever and ever because we can. We can literally charge somebody $99 or $150 a month for a year, two years, three years. And it's not a bad idea because you can keep challenges, see if they can verify. But hey, let's stop. Let's stop. And let's actually try to negotiate some type of pay to the lead. Instead of paying us, save up your money and let's actually offer some type of settlement and get this removed from your credit report. Yeah. And that way it's gone. We've actually helped a lot of consumers have every single negative item removed off the credit report. Yeah. We even did it. It's one of my favorite ones. It's one of my employees. Literally every single negative item. He had like 15 ah. of them completely gone, which is amazing. So, you know, for him and his family, that's a really big deal. So I think that's cool. I think that's fantastic. So you yeah. guys, just so you understand what he's saying, mm -hmm. um, what he's saying is, is the companies that you're going out there and you're paying a monthly fee to, mm -hmm. to come in and work on your credit month after month after month and you log into that portal and you get to see what they've done or what they haven't done and what letters went out or what letters didn't go out he's saying you know what screw that yeah I don't believe in that he's saying let me pick up the phone and let me call these guys directly I don't want you to have to wait month mm -hmm. over month over month just to see what these guys say yeah I want to grab the phone I want to email the CEO yeah. I want to do this I want to do that and I want to get it off for good now yeah. And I just think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And nothing's wrong with starting off, but if you've been in the like credit repair, you've been paying monthly for, you know, like really I'd say anything over six months, but if you've been going, I mean, you, we've, we've removed repossessions and all type of stuff in like the eight, 10 months. So it makes sense. But if you've been in there longer than a year, you know, like, yo, it's time to stop or longer than six months. Look, just start thinking about going a different direction because Listen, okay, now I want to talk about something I've been touching on lately. Yeah. I've been able to help a lot of people to, um, is buying a house. 
because a lot of people want to buy a house and really it's easier to buy a house than you really can dream of, right? They've made it so easy with FHA. It's so freaking easy. And I've talked to so many people who they're like, all right, I'm a one, I'm, I'm a single mom. I have six kids in this one bedroom apartment. What do I do, right? Yeah, I have a good job, but I, I need out of this. My credit's bad, right? And they're like pay, paying some company. <clears throat> but anyways, they're paying some company. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so that's your own <laughs> They're paying some company for a year, two years, three years. And it's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. You've been with this credit repair company for three years? Okay. So the reason why you haven't been able to buy a, a, a house is not because you're with this credit repair company, but because you're just not simply educated, okay? If you knew exactly what to do, if they just communicated with you a little bit more, you'll know, like, you can buy a house way sooner. So here's what I actually, and you can go to the link in my bio and just buy a house 2022, um, and I actually will reach out um, and just look over the report and, and tell you, you know, help you, and you don't, you don't have to pay for anything, right? So there's... Um, Here's what most people's situation is that fine. You either don't have a credit card and you need a credit card or two, you just need to pay off your credit cards, like your open credit cards. Because what lenders look at, this is the reality. What lenders look at, they're not even taking in your charge-offs unless it's over like a really high amount. Mm -hmm. They're looking at your collections and they're looking at your late payments within the past year. So if you guys do have late payments within the past year, they, you know it does make sense. Definitely sign up with a credit card company. But if you guys just have these old collections, old charge-offs, hold on, maybe we can do something with the collections, but you might actually qualify for a home loan within the next 60 days just by taking your tax refund and paying off your open credit cards. And what yeah. a lot of people don't know, they might have $5,000 in collections, right? But they're, they're whoa, whoa, wait, 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 this is powerful. They might have $5,000 in collections and have a $20,000 auto loan and a, and a $40,000 student loan, but that, and, but might have a $500 credit card that's maxed out and think, dang, I can't get a house because of my student loans. Hold on, hold on, homie, home, hold, hold on, home girl. <laughs> you can't buy a house because that $500 credit card is maxed out, because that $1,000 credit card is maxed out. You got three credit cards at $1,000, all three of them maxed out, mm -hmm. and you get a $10,000 tax refund. How about we take, instead of paying, trying to pay your car off, which can actually drop your scores mm -hmm. potentially, let's take just 3,000, pay off your cards, you probably qualify in a month. Remember. Now, hold up, wait. Some of you are like, oh, I did that before. My score didn't increase. Because you didn't wait long enough. Yep. Just wait till the bureau. You got to wait till the credit card company reports to the bureaus. And give it time. You're going to see your, your credit, your, your credit scores jump up. Um, make sure you don't have any new negative items that month. All right. If that happens, if that sequence happens, pay those cards off. Don't have any new negative items. Pay everything else on time. Boom. Your score should be about 620. Really, what you look for, 620, 640, 620. boom, you can get approved. Now, you're talking about down payment assistance, FHA, 620 plus, conventional, 640 plus. How do you know your score? My link in bio, you go to, you know, view all 28 FICO scores, you can go there, it's going to take you right to credit.com. They have a new feature, it's called extra credit, where you can see 28 different FICO scores, and you can see your FICO 2, which is, is Experian, FICO 4, which is TransUnion, and FICO 5, which is Equifax. 
your middle score is what the lenders look at. Not the highest, not the lowest, but the one right smack in the middle. Whatever that score is, that's your score if they were to pull it today. So you can see, hey, are you under 620? Are you over 620? If you're over 620, boom, you need to call your local real estate agent right now. You can call Amanda right now. Boom. If you need help with any of this, link in bio and, and buy a house 2022, I got you. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. I think it's also super important to know you guys to reach out to the professional in your field, whether it's your credit or your real estate agent or your mortgage lender. Yeah. Because the truth is, is a lot of these mortgage lenders aren't even looking at your hospital bills that are on your credit. Yes, unless they, it's over a certain amount. You're right. Yeah, they're, not. they're just not. So you're over here in that apartment, one bedroom with your six babies saying, you know what, I can't. And you threw the towel in before you ever even mm -hmm. talked to a professional. You never even gave it a shot. Yep. So you know what? Until you stand up and give it a shot, you're right. You can't. But we're here to tell you that you can, and you can with the right people that can help you. And exactly. that's what we want to do. We want to help you. Exactly. 100%. And yeah, if you do have those late payments within the past year, or you have really recent, you know, char charge-offs or really recent collections, you need help with those, you know, you can reach out. We can help you uh, with that. So. I love it. I love it so much. Kenneth, do you have anything? I mean, you shared so much. So I I don't even know. I'm sure you've got a lot to share, uh -huh. but it's completely up to you. If you've got anything else that you want to share with these guys, we're going to throw this podcast live yeah. on, on Apple Play. It'll be on Spotify, on Google. It'll be this on awesome. our CEO AF University and all of our uh, social media websites, you guys. Mm -hmm. So if Anything else you want to share for these guys, man? I'm 100% on board. Well, it's called CELAF. So I want to talk about a little bit about being a business owner and like some of the challenges, like, you know, things, you know, you, okay. You start a business, right? Yeah. And you think everything is just going to go smoothly because you have this dream or you have a vision or, you know, you think you can do it better. Mm -hmm. And then you find out, boom, it's not right. So it's like, hold on. Or, or it's, it's not going to happen as smooth as you expect it. Right. So I just want to encourage people out there. You just got to stay with it. Things, you know, people are not used to the amount of, let's say, success and failure most business owners experience at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. You might close so many deals in a day and at the same time make the biggest mistake you ever made before. Absolutely. You might, you, you might experience that. But does that mean give up? Does it mean that you actually, you felt that you should give up? Absolutely not. You know, one of the most successful business owners was one of my best friends actually filed bankruptcy, recovered. And now, you know, oh my God, multiple six figure profit, you know, uh, you know, so it's like very, very, very successful. And it's just like, hold on, hold on, hold on don't give up. So for all of you out there who are CEOs or want to be a CEO, don't give up. Um, it is a learning experience. Don't be blinded by all the Instagram stuff where you see, you know, hey, you got to have these nice cars. You have to have these nice chains. Hold on. The real ones out there, you think that stuff is literally a distraction. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, okay, they, they not really focus in this season of their life. Like, I literally think that mm -hmm. I'm like, they're not really that focused right now, which is cool because we all have our, have our different seasons. But some of you, you know, and I, I did this you know, you start a business and you compare yourself to someone that's been in business for 10 years. No, 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 no. Stick it out. Be patient. Grind it out. And don't compare yourself to other people. And, and just know that it is going to be a learning experience. Absolutely. And make sure you keep a, um, um, pay attention to your bookkeeping. I messed up uh, when I first started because we were doing very good. Actually, we grew too fast. And I actually was like, okay. Which was I, one of his fears in the beginning, you guys. I, I remember yeah, being on the phone yeah, with Kenneth, and Kenneth crazy. was like, man, Amanda, I just give me some time. Because I was seeking him, and he yeah. wasn't, he was not fully established with his 
new credit repair company. And so he was like, Amanda, give me some time. I've got to finalize some things. Amanda, give me some time. And I'm over here pressuring, like, (laughs) Kenneth, when? (laughs) Kenneth, can we go now? Kenneth, are you ready for me? Like, let's do this. So, And and that was his concern was just, Amanda, my concern is that I'm about to dive into this mm -hmm. ocean full of like sharks and octopus and who knows what else because you just don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. and sure enough and it's the best problem to have so you guys the truth is as business owners is is that having any problem is a great Mm -hmm. problem because you get to learn from it and then share with everybody else what you learned from it like how cool is that yep 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 and and so here's what, what happened with me is we were doing well um but because of my bookkeeping accounting, I figured because I came from, hey, you know, either 1099 or like employee background or whatever, you you get more clients or you get more deals. The money's just, as money come in, you're good, right? Hey, more money, it'll work itself out. But wrong. If you don't have your bookkeeping in order where you can actually show, if we make this and for each deal, this is how much it costs to bring that deal in. This is how much we're going to spend for administrative costs or to send letters each month or for payroll. You will bring more money in and cause more problems. So you want to make sure uh, I'm all for just getting started. Hey, run it. Just get it started. But as soon as you get your first deal or you know, hey, this works. I can, you know, I'm getting my first or second. Hold on. Let's let's budget everything out. Let's say, all right, if we bring this in, how much should we pay employees? I paid my employees too much. I wanted to give back. I thought other companies didn't pay their employees that much and all yeah. that stuff. Good intentions, they're good, but they don't make money. They yep. are not sustainable. So you have to be able to be a savvy business person and have good ex- intentions at the same time. You have that and you focus on how can I... P- solve problems for people? How can I help that person while at the same time make money for myself? You find that middle ground, boom, you're going to blow up. Yep. And Kenneth, we actually call that the profit and loss, man. You got to have a profit and loss. You got to know where your numbers are at and and what your bottom dollar is. Mm -hmm. And that bottom dollar is ever changing. So what Amanda Bell Realty Group's bottom dollar was in 2016, is not the same bottom dollar that we have today, right? And my business coach yesterday was already preparing me for my one year out. Amanda, right now you're at this, but I have a feeling you're going to be at this by the end of the year. So she's mentally preparing me for that. And the cool thing is, is we actually just discussed this in our warrior program and our conference room. So the conference room is a room full of business owners, you guys, and it's got... um, Right now, I want to say we're anywhere between 15 and 20 business owners in there or future business owners in there. And so they're learning a lot about life and business and how to balance both and what that can Mm -hmm. look like. And so this last week, we shared with them the profit and loss. They need to know their bottom dollar. And then inside of the Warrior Program, that's the actual coaching for business owners. And so this last week we had our one-on-ones with our students and we reviewed their profit and loss and what that looks like and where their bottom dollar is at today. So you kind of have what we call a panic number Mm -hmm. and what you've got to know what your panic number is. Cause as Kenneth was just sharing with you guys, the second you start selling, 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 and you're growing this company, but you don't know what that bottom dollar needs to look like. Well, guess what? You're about to become the Titanic, the sink, the ship that you didn't know could sink is about to go under, my friend. So you definitely have to know those things. And the cool part is, is there's so many people out there that have been there and done this and none of us are recreating the will here. We're just now willing to share it vocally and just help everybody else. Like our goal is to partner up with people like Kenneth and other business owners. 
and Amanda. And Amazing. I yep. love you guys. And so our goal is to grow together. Like our, yep. our goal is to be able to help as many people on this planet as possible with the help of each other because not one of us can specialize in one area. And so it's really cool when you can find your credit guy, when you can find your real estate agent, when you can find your contractor or your roofer or whoever you need to get the pieces to your everyday life moving forward. And that's what we're all here for is to share as much information and knowledge with all of you guys as possible. And as you can tell, I mean, Kenneth is over here like, send me your credit report and I'm going to review it all for free and tell you what to do. Yep. What? Okay. I want to see if we have any questions on. on oh, there. let's do it. You want me to hand it to you? Yeah. Just let's see. All right. Cause it's. Let me see. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, just people just different saying they need they need some help with stuff. Okay. Well, if you need help, just make sure that you reach out. You already know. Yeah, yep. for sure. I'm mm -hmm. super excited, you guys. Kenneth, thanks so much for coming on yep. and like sharing so much value. I think it's beautiful, and I'm mm -hmm. so excited to watch you grow and then to grow with you and beside you. Absolutely. I'm excited as well. So I'm excited to grow with you, beside you, and, and see your real estate brokerage go to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. So, if, Kenneth, if they need to find you, where where can everybody find you at? Uh, Just Casement Credit on uh, – on TikTok, Casement Credit, Instagram, or they can Google GE Credit Solutions, either one. Um, yep, KennethSmithJr.com. Yep. Yep, <laughs> Kenneth Smith Jr., that's what I call him. I'm like, hang on, I'm going to call <laughs> Kenneth Smith Jr. Here we go. Yeah. Cool. This is cool. Well, thanks so much, you guys. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope to see you on the next one. And don't forget to give us a call if you need any help. We're here for you.